Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode two of the Honey Dip podcast. Um, I'm filming this just a few days after I filmed the first one. Um, but like I said, I plan on doing this, putting it out like once every week on a Monday, preferably uh, to start your week off with some positive, happy, upbeat vibes, some honey dip vibes, if you will. Um, I hope your week has been great. Uh, I hope your weekend was even better, you know, because weekends is, you know, are usually where the fun stuff happens. I mean, unless you live like every day is like Saturday, you know, when you have a good time. I like to think that way. I got my iced decaf oat milk latte um, with wedding cookie flavor from my favorite coffee shop around here called Branch Street Coffee. So Branch Street, if any of you from there are watching this, you always make the best coffee. Thank you very much. Um, the first episode, guys, was amazing. Um, adjust this here. Adjust this here. There we go. Um, the first episode was incredible. The response was unbelievable thank you guys i think we're sitting at uh 4, views on youtube right now um i don't know how many spotify streams uh but so many people were watching it uh my family watched it i mean my mom and dad both were like oh we loved it it's so cool and i'm like wow that's that's really awesome so thank you guys so much um for tuning in checking out sharing it uh you know i i saw a few friends were watching it together so that's really really cool makes me smile guys it really does i've been smiling all week um although i have had a couple reasons not to smile uh so we're gonna dive right into it um i'm sure most of you know now that my tiktok account was banned permanently permanently banned um so i logged onto the app um when was this well, it's Thursday when I'm filming this, so this would have been, I think, Tuesday. This was Tuesday. Um, I think December 9th? What's today? The 10th? No, so that would have been December 8th. I logged on, um, and then I was just, like, scrolling through my feed, you know. It, it was letting me do, you know, what I normally do. And all of a sudden, uh, it popped up out of nowhere that it says, your account has been permanently banned. And I still just sat there like stunned like oh what and it had two options it said either appeal or okay so obviously I hit appeal I said I I was very well at first I was very stunned more than anything uh, and then I became very frustrated because it was starting to set like set in like what happened um, and normally like I wouldn't be upset about this kind of stuff but I will get into why I was a little upset about it um, you know, because social media is social media, you know, a lot of people were like, and I was one of those people who were like, you know, it's not that important, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, I realized that it can be, and I'll, I'll talk about that here in a little bit. So I sent in an appeal, very detailed. Um, I'm not going to lie. I was kind of frustrated in the appeal. Uh, I wasn't really in the right frame of mind. I mean, I wasn't saying like crazy things. I was just like, you know, like, I, I just think this is very unfair. And, you know, you have content creators on here that, are much more outside the lines than I feel I am. Um, and, you know, which was like, I, I feel like I, I didn't handle the appeal, like or handle myself very well in the appeal. I mean, even though it wasn't bad, but like, I don't know. So I, I then, I sent that appeal and it said, okay, you will be logged out now. 
So I was logged out. My account was gone. You know, they were like, we'll notify you. Um, me, I'm very impatient. I'm very impulsive. Uh, when I have my mind sent to something like, did I say sent or set? <laughs> I think I said set, but it kind of sounded like sent just in my headphones. <laughs> so when I have my mind set to something, I, I go for it right away too. I, I go all in. I put all my eggs in one basket and so it, when I didn't hear back from TikTok within about three hours, I was getting very pissed off, um, very irritable. And, you know, in my head, I'm just like, oh, my gosh. And, you know, and I was just I was bummed out because not so much like for, for me, but then, you know, it started to set in. I was um, I was at work. And it, I was, you know, just um I was just cleaning and, you know, organizing clothes and then everything. And then it just set in that like 247,000 people followed me. And although all of like not all of those 247,000 people like reach out to me and like watch my stuff, a big chunk of those people do. And a big chunk of those people take something from that. And then it just started to set in like, oh my gosh, like I'm going to disappoint these people that really find comfort and, you know, refuge in, in my content. And, you know, it, it just, it set in that like the, what I'm, what I've been doing is more than just me. Um, and, and I love that. I really do. Like, I, I, I can't even tell you how much I love that being like a part of something that's bigger than just myself. And I mean, the people that follow me on TikTok, um, I'm sure you're watching this right now. I literally cannot even tell you guys how thankful I am for you. I mean, I'm willing to bet that about 246,980 of us have never met, <laughs> you know, just thrown in like some of my friends probably follow me on there. So, um, but you guys support me in a way that I've never been supported before in my life. And the only reason I can do this like podcast and the only reason why I can do all these things is because of you. I can't like, it's not because of me. I mean, yeah, I put in effort and I, and I, you know, have my mindset towards things, but the reason it all, you know, becomes manifested and comes to fruition is because of you guys. And, you know, I mean, if it weren't for you, I mean, I could sit here and bullshit into a mic for an hour and post it and maybe like 25 people will watch it, not 4,000. And so that was just all like really setting in. And I was really starting to get bummed out because I'm like, oh my goodness, like these people, like they look forward to this stuff. And I'm, I, I, I don't use the word fans. Um, I don't want to say my fans or fan base. I mean, I don't know. There's, I, I get why people do that. And I'm not saying like that they're wrong for calling people fans, but to me, me personally, this is just my personal preference. I feel that the word fans just, I don't know. I don't know. There's just something that just doesn't sit right with it for me personally, because I'm a human being and you're a human being. And the word fans just kind of makes me feel like that separates us. You know what I mean? I feel like there's this barrier 
and I, I, I don't know how to explain it, you know, how I'm thinking it, but I like to, you know, refer to you guys more of like friends. And for the people who just think right now, like, oh, he just friend zoned me, I apologize. <laughs> um, no, but like, you know, y'all are my, hum- my honey dips, honey dips, oh my God, hummus, honey dips. Um, for real. And like, I, I love you guys genuinely, you know, we've never met, you know, I don't know really anything about you, but I love you because you guys have been so kind to me and you have been so supportive and so encouraging. And I mean, I just have so much love in my heart for that, for that connection that we have. And I was really, really sad because I, I felt for a second, I had this moment where I was like, I am not going to be able to do this again. And that especially sent in, uh, set in, and then I said sent again. Damn it. Words, Seth, words. <laughs> um, it set in that, you know, I'm going to have to use my backup account. And I, you know, I, I did a poor job of promoting my backup account and I should have um, promoted it a lot better. Because it only had like a thousand followers and I didn't encourage anyone to go like look at it because I, I didn't think my account would like be permanently banned, especially without warning. Um, I was like, oh, you know, but then I realized I'm like, this is TikTok's app and they, whatever they deem that is inappropriate or whatever, and they don't want it on their app, they can do that. And so I was like going to my personal or my, um, my second account and I was just posting the videos and none of them were hitting like the for you page and like I mean people that were really like really kept up with me like follow that page and stuff and I put out a a tweet you know an Instagram story said hey like here's my backup account follow me on here you know this is what's going on right now and you know a lot of people did you know it got up to about like 6,000 which is really amazing but I don't know, like the videos just weren't getting the traction like that they did on my other page. And I'm like, man, like I'm just not going to be able to do what I've been wanting to do my whole life. Like if you ask anyone in my life, you know, my family, my friends, coworkers, anyone that's ever known me, I've always wanted to change the world in some way, in a positive way um, at that. So, and I really felt like I was onto something, you know, with having that following. I really did. And, you know, I, I got hundreds, up, probably thousands of messages from people saying, like, you know, I appreciate your content. Like, it's amazing. Like, you've inspired me to be more confident, to be, you know, happy with who I am. And it, it made me smile every time. And even though I couldn't get back to all of you, just know that it made me smile. It made me probably tear up at times because I'm an emotional motherfucker. And, um, I like, I don't know, like, I just, I feel like I really went up to bat for us, you know, the, the people with idiosyncrasies and all these like different things that people might deem weird, um, whatever kinks, whatever, you know, fashion sense, whatever it is. I really wanted to be the person that, you know, went up to bat for us because, you know, I've always been that kid. And I just so happened to get really lucky and, you know, get a little bit of a following. And now I'm like, okay, you know, I have this 
bigger platform. Let's, let's use it. Let's use it. And when that was taken away, I was devastated. I really was because of that. Because I was like, wow, like I really thought I was doing something positive. And so, yeah, I mean, and this was only, well, two days ago at this point, by the time this comes out, it's, it's been almost a week, but I, I don't know. And it was just like, I was, I was sending TikTok emails. I was looking up every email that I possibly could to reach out to them. I was sending in support tickets from my backup account. Um, and I was just hearing nothing. And I was just like, oh my freaking goodness. I was going to say fuck, but you know, well, it's too late. There it is. Oh my fucking goodness. <laughs> um, and I, I just, I was really getting discouraged. I'm like, oh my gosh. And I was posting all my old videos on my other account. And um, it just, I don't know. But the love and support from you guys was like incredible. You, you all were sending me messages like, I'm so sorry and blah, 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 all this stuff. And it, it meant the whole entire world to me. It really did. And I'm like, I don't know. Like, is there any way we can get it back? Because it's pretty, you know, when the, the word permanent, that's for life, right? No. Um, I forget her name, but this, this girl sent me a video of a creator that goes by the name Rebecca Blue. And Rebecca Blue had almost a million followers on TikTok and was banned permanently. And she had her account restored subsequently. And she had a video detailing how she did it. Um, in the very, like in the beginning, it was exactly what I did, reaching out to all these emails and all this stuff. And I was like, okay, you know, so I'm, that's something right, right? But then she reached out to her following and said, you know, you know, reach out to TikTok. Tell them what my content meant to you and how much you enjoyed seeing me on TikTok. And I said, okay, like, all right, why not? You know, I mean, I think people really like my content. Let's give it a shot, right? And I posted an Instagram story, posted a Snapchat story, posted a tweet um, of the emails to reach out to. And I said, hey, reach out to these emails. If like, if my content meant anything to you, um, tell them what it means. And then I said, also go into TikTok support, like report a problem and open up a support ticket and say it there. And a lot of people were sending me screenshots of like the response um, that TikTok gave them. It was funny because TikTok answered them, but they, they weren't answering me. But I, I had a, you know, this little glimpse of hope when TikTok started messaging you guys back and said, hey, like, thank you. You know, it's great to see that you're, you know, you support your creator or whatever. That sounded like I was talking about like Jesus Christ, like you support your creator, you support your favorite creator. <laughs> um, no, I'm definitely not as awesome as that guy. But um, no, like, like, thank you for support, like supporting your favorite creator, like, but they have to reach out to us. And I was thinking like, well, I did reach out to you guys like 20 plus times. And then finally, I got an email back um, from an official TikTok representative and they said no we are going to go forward with permanently banning your account um, and that was yesterday 
I got that email yesterday while I was getting tattooed uh, by my best friend Tyson, which some of you have probably seen on Instagram or wherever. Um, yeah, like I, I got that notification while I was getting tattooed. So I was so stoked to be getting tattooed. and But like I was still going through the whole banning and stuff. And I, I was, you know, pretty just dejected. You know, but then I was excited. I'm like, I'm getting new ink. You know, I'm here. I, I haven't seen Tyson in, you know, a few months because of, you know, coronavirus and everything. So I was like, you know, like I'm in good company. I'm, you know, getting some ink that I love. I mean, he's literally one of the most talented artists in this world. I promise you that. And so is his girlfriend. And I'm going to have both of them on the podcast. And um, I will link there. Uh, art accounts in this description so you guys can please please go check them out go support them um but yeah so you know i was like in a good mood because of that and number one i'm always in a good mood but i was just thinking like it, it was in the back of my head like I'm, I'm letting people down like i just feel like i'm really letting people down and if you know me you know i hate letting people down it really eats at me i hate it um and i think also by like not trying to let people down you unintentionally do let people down um it's tough it's just this vicious cycle but anyway i got that email and i'm like well fuck i mean that's it you know i just i gotta start from the ground up and you know work from this backup account not even an hour later i started getting comments on my backup tiktok account on video saying seth your account is back then subsequently got email or um messages on my instagram your account is back and I said, what? Like, and I said, Tyson, Tyson, wait, 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 wait. And, you know, literally like mid-needle. And, you know, we stopped. We took a quick break. Thank God, because I was bleeding a lot, too. <laughs> I bled a lot. Um, I looked at it. You know, I, I typed in the Seth Donchus on TikTok, and all my videos were there. It was there. I had no profile picture and no bio, but my videos were there. And at the top, like it said, TikToker. I was like, oh my God. And then I tried to log into the account and sure enough, there it was. I was back into my account. So I really just want to take a quick minute. Not even quick because it doesn't deserve to be quick. It deserves to be incredibly detailed and long. Thank you all from the bottom of my heart with every ounce of my being for putting forth the effort to get my account restored i wish i could offer you guys something much more than a thank you because that truly doesn't encapsulate how thankful i am i literally exclaimed yesterday in the tattoo shop um i was so excited i was like tyson i got my account back oh my god all this stuff freaking out just doing silly dances you know almost passing out because I was losing so much blood <laughs> but I was so excited and <laughs> I, I, I'm just absolutely blown away by the support that you guys show me I mean hundreds of you if not thousands I don't know I mean hundreds of people send me screenshots of what they sent but you know it could have been thousands that just you didn't send me screenshots you all reached out to TikTok told them what my stuff meant to you and there it was they put it back and <laughs> i was i was certain that i wasn't going to get it back you know when they when i got the email back that said no i mean tick like i don't think you guys realize 
you did this. I didn't do this. You did this. I mean, I reached out, yeah, and I tried my best, but they told me no. Like, so it wasn't me. I didn't do this. You did this. And, I mean, you guys, honey dips. Do you realize that you got a fucking TikTok account restored because of the voice you put out there? You realize that? That like that is so cool. Like you guys are the coolest fucking people in the world. And to like to say I'm grateful like I said is an understatement. It it, it just it falls so short of how thankful I really truly am. And I just, I don't, I I don't even know. Like, you know, I, I called my mom. I told her, I'm like, oh my gosh, they got it back. I was texting my best friend, Robbie. I have a lot of best friends, by the way. You're going to notice that. I have um, a tight circle of friends, but they're all my best friends. You know, I texted Robbie. He's like, dude, you know, your followers are awesome. And I'm like, I know, like just freaking out. Just so, so, so overjoyed, excited. Um, and you know, with this, you know, restoration, I mean, I'm going to be posting different content on TikTok that, um, they deem to be appropriate. Um, and all my other stuff will be posted other places, of course. Um, I, I just, I'm sitting here like, I don't have a, I don't follow a script on these podcasts. Like I don't have a list of things I want to talk about. I just kind of wing it. So I I just, (laughs) you guys are fucking incredible. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Like I said, with every ounce of my being, thank you. Um, so with this, like I said, I want to keep my TikTok account. I want to keep it up. I want to keep moving forward. I want to keep this podcast going. Um, I do want to have merch very soon for you guys. Some honey dip merch. Um, I want to have that probably within the next couple months. Because, um, like, I guess my way of saying thank you is just to keep putting out content for you guys. And, you know, just keep putting stuff out that you guys can enjoy. Uh, fun stuff. Uh, me and um, my best friend photographer friend emma are gonna do like a giveaway where we're gonna do a uh, photo print of one of my photos um we're gonna you know do a giveaway of that uh giveaway of some poetry of mine you know like um linked with the photo print i want to have my poetry book out uh sometime next year i just want to just keep moving forward with this for you guys as a thank you so yeah, like the the content on TikTok is going to be um, a little different. I'm gonna you know do more fashion driven videos. I'm gonna keep up the drum videos, of course, because there's way more to me than like the kink stuff. There really is. Like there's way more to me, but that was the stuff obviously that was getting a lot of traction. And with that traction, just fed my inspiration to keep making videos like that because I noticed like a lot of people were enjoying it um, and a lot of people weren't <laughs> but I don't know I really do love like TikTok I think it's a great app 
I think it's a great way to make content. There's some really fun stuff on there. Um, very educational, informative, uh, fun, exciting. It's a great app. It really is. Um, so I'm, I'm very thankful to be able to keep posting content on my original account. But yeah, like I'm going to do more, you know, outfit reels. I'm going to do more drum stuff, just more of that route, just to be safe, you know. And like I said, if you guys want, you know, the kink stuff, there will be other platforms for that. Um, so, yeah. I mean, what a week. <laughs> this all happened in two days, too. Two days. Um, oh, real quick, I mentioned Rebecca Blue. Rebecca Blue, I don't know if that's your actual name or not. If you ever see this, I really want to thank you for putting that video out because without that video, truly, I would not have had any inspiration to have my account restored. I was just wholly dejected, um, just totally discouraged. So thank you so, so, so much, Rebecca Blue. Guys, go follow her. I checked her out. Um, her content's amazing. Um, very, very beautiful woman, too. Um, yeah, she's she's great. So go check her out. She, you know, huge inspiration. Rebecca Blue, thank you. Um, what else? I mean, yeah, I got the tattoo. Had my account removed and then restored in a couple days. Work's been dope. Holiday season's coming up. I hope you guys are being safe. We got Christmas coming up. Um, coronavirus cases are getting bad. Wear your masks. It's super important. Oh, man, dude. I love oat milk lattes. They are so good. Um, I think my I'm going to have my first guest podcast within the next few weeks. Um, I just need to get another microphone. Um and then maybe another camera so I could put it on my guest or figure out a nice space to like, you know, pan out and see us both. Um, my guest podcasts, I know I said I wanted to keep this at about an hour, but my guest podcasts are more than likely going to be a couple hours long uh, because when I'm with these people that I love, I can ramble forever. Um, especially Tyson, my best friend slash tattoo artist. I have to say tattoo artist because it's important that you guys know him because he's, like I said, is one of the most talented artists I've ever seen in this world and deserves to be huge. He really does. He deserves international recognition. Um, him and I talk so much. We talk about anything from music to existence to romance, all kinds of things, TV, movies, just you name it. So when he's on, that's probably going to be upwards of like two, three hours long, maybe longer, maybe shorter, no idea yet. But he mentioned um, one of his clients brought him a bottle of scotch for like an early Christmas present. And he said, dude, we should drink the scotch on the podcast. And I'm like, dude, I have not been tipsy in years like it's been like I said because I don't really drink much um so I said let's do it so if we get some you know alkaboos in us um could be quite a long conversation uh yes you heard that correctly I said alkaboos um <laughs> just another silly word that I use <laughs> 
my vernacular is crazy. So yeah, um, my guest podcasts are, are going to be quite lengthy. Um, and I'm going to have like people submit questions um, for my guests. So it's going to be super fun. So with that, let's move on. Speaking of questions, I'm going to get to some of your guys' questions here. All right. All right. This first one I see is music. I would love to talk about my band for a second. So Francesca Bernardo. That's a dope name. Francesca Bernardo. Holy shit. Francesca, you have a sick name. I love it. Okay. When and where can we find your band's music from Francesca? Francesca, that is an excellent question. Thank you so much for asking that. Um, so by the time this podcast comes out, uh, we will have released our first song. We are releasing our first song December 11th. And by the time this comes out, it'll probably be, I think, December 13th or 14th. The first track is called Shark Films. And um, it's a pretty romantic song. Upbeat, very groovy, very, um, you know, like we're an alternative indie band. So it's upbeat, positive, And that'll be on Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube. Um, basically anywhere you can stream music, it'll be up. Our Instagram is at the underscore moondivers. Um, that's M-O-O-N-D-I-V-E-R-S, moondivers. Um, you can find us on Twitter. Uh, we'll be posting stuff on TikTok. I'll have all of that information for you um, posted somewhere. And yeah, so... You can find us pretty much anywhere. We're going to have a lot of music coming out with over the next few months. Excuse me, I had a burp. Holy shit. <clears throat> also, I've been farting a little bit, and I just have to tell you that because I'm an open book, and I think that's funny. <laughs> That'd be so funny if I was on this podcast and, like, a shart happened, and, like, I like I felt like I had a fart, and then I just totally shit my pants. That'd be hilarious. I'd leave it in too, because then that'd just be a story. And it's like when you guys are watching it on YouTube, be like, oh my God, that dude shit his pants right there. <laughs> ah, sorry, I'm a fucking weirdo. Anyway, so yeah, you can find us on. Dude, holy shit, how funny, like seriously, how funny would that be? Like I shit my pants in my adult life on air. Oh my God. I mean, coffee, I'm drinking coffee right now, so it's very likely. Coffee makes me shit. Sorry, Francesca, back to your question. So yeah, you can find us anywhere on streaming. Um, we're alternative indie. Um, I realize though, some of you are not going to like it. Um, <laughs> so I, I don't know. I, I apologize, I think. I don't. I don't. Because everyone has their own personal taste. And whatever you like, you like. So if you like it, great. If not, hey, that's totally okay. Um... There is other stuff that involves me that you can enjoy on the internet. So, yeah, my my guitar player, Brandon, was texting me the other day and he was like, did you like, have you realized that like some people are not going to like our music? And I said, yeah, and that's kind of weird. So, but thank you, Francesca. That's a that's a great question. You guys want to hear a funny story since I brought up shitting? I have shit my pants in my adult life. 
And here's the story. <laughs> I was 18 years old. Um, and honestly, my family is going to find this out right now. I'm 24. This is six years ago. My family's going to find this out right now. And I've never, I've really never told the story unless it was to my closest friends. I, ha- I was having a dream. It was in the middle of my sleep. I was having a dream. And I had a dream that I was on the toilet. I was, you know, doing my business, taking a shit. And <laughs> I woke up shitting. Like, like it was happening in my dream. And then I woke up and it was like, it was happening. Like I, it was almost done. And I had no idea. I was literally unconscious when it was happening. And I, you know, I'm fuzzy. I don't know what's going on. I'm just like, oh my God. So I get up out of my bed. I do the little penguin walk to the bathroom because if you walk normally when you just shit your pants, you're, you gotta be a serial killer, right? Like that's crazy. (laughs) So I was doing a little penguin walk, like, you know, just trying to hold it in my pants and, you know, obviously had to shower and, you know, get all cleaned up. This was like 4am too. And I had to go to school the next day. This was, I think this is my senior year of high school. And, um, I threw out all my clothes, um, washed, you know, all my sheets and stuff. This is literally all happening in the middle of the night. And I'm like, I cannot believe I just shit my pants. So I was 18 when that happened. So in my adult life, I have shit my pants. So there, and there's the story. You can go ahead and make fun of me. It's okay. I make fun of myself all the time. All right. If you're grossed out by that, you know, shitting happens. All righty here. Emily Krieg. I hope I pronounced that right. Hi, Seth. In one of your lime stre- live streams, lime streams, dude, why can't I say words correctly? Am I just thinking I want limes? I don't know. In one of your live streams, you mentioned briefly that you are a Christian. Do you ever have people who are confused by this based on your kink activities or other aspects of your life? I myself come from a Christian household and led a more liberal life, and I still, re- re- um, sorry, but I still retain certain tenets such as respecting and loving others as you would yourself. If you'd rather not get into religion, could you talk about your views on fast fashion and recycled thrifting fashion as someone who works at a retail store? Can't wait to hear the new podcast. M. Emily, wow. This is an excellent question. Um, and I'm going to give you the best answer that I possibly can. Uh, I am a Christian. I do identify as a Christian. I was born and raised... Um, I was raised... Born and raised. <laughs> I was raised in a Christian home. And uh, I do have Romans 8.18 tattooed on my right pec muscle. Because that is something... Um, that I could get into a little bit. Uh, that verse really changed my life. And, um, I don't mind talking about religion, but I know everyone's different. So, um, let me just preface this with saying I am a Christian yet. I, 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 I realize that Christianity could have, um, a skewed view because of how some people express their beliefs. I know this is a touchy subject for a lot of people, but this is something I do want to talk about because it's very important to me. It's not okay to judge. It's not okay to be bigoted. It's not okay to be hateful. 
and then back it up with saying like, oh, like I'm Christian, like I believe in Jesus Christ. Because in my opinion, I don't think Jesus Christ would be okay with that. Um, and on the same token, um, if Christianity turns out to be that way, bigoted, hateful, judgmental, then I don't want to be a part of it. Um, I, if it turns out like that, you know, our creator is like that, then I don't want to be there. Truly, I want to be a part of something that is full of love and acceptance and joy you know so that's like that's how i see it so for those of you who are not christian um we i still love you because we are human and we are allowed to believe in and not believe in whatever the fuck we want and that's the beautiful thing about being human is you have freedom so there's that um are people confused based off your kink activities and other aspects of my life? Yes. Very confused. A lot of people are like, there's no way. It's like a facade. And it's like, here's my thing. You can do these things and still be a Christian. Like, because like, like I said, a Christian doesn't have to be the super conservative, tight-knit thing. Like, like what Christianity, it's basically you just believe in God and Jesus Christ, right? Like, and I don't know, I feel like it's just been so skewed sometimes because of how people express it. And it's it's sad. It really is. Because, you know, a lot of people do question me about like, there's like, oh, there's no way you, you are a Christian. And, and it's like, what do you mean? Like, I can be a Christian and, you know, sex is a part of life, right? Kinks are a part of life. You know, that doesn't mean that I'm not a Christian. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. Yeah, a lot of people are confused by that. Um, Other Christians are very confused by that. Um, And I simply say, like, hey, I can be whatever person I want to be. You know, that's the freedom that I've been given in this life. It's a blessing. And like I said... You know, if it turns out Christianity is bigoted, hateful, and judgmental, you will never catch me supporting that. So, Emily, that was an amazing question. Um, I would get to your fast fashion re- uh, thrifting question, but um, I'm going to do one question per person just to keep it fair. Thank you so much for listening, Emily. You have a great rest of your day. Wow, that was a great question. I'm really glad someone asked that. That was amazing. Wow. Wow. Let's see here. Okay. I like to like proofread these real quick just to make sure like I haven't like already answered it. Alrighty. All right. This is, oh, this one's a good one. Regan Wallace or Regan Wallace. Like I said, if I pronounce it wrong, I sincerely apologize. I don't want to pronounce anyone's name wrong, but if I do, my bad. Hi, Seth. I love the first episode of the podcast. I followed you on social media for a little bit, and it was so great to see a more personalized side of you. I have a question for you. Advice, really. How do you feel about friends with benefits relationships? I'm 25 and have been in one since February. I know, not great timing. I know, man, the pandemic. And it's been good for the most part. 
he and I have been getting into Dom sub relationship and creating some of our own rules and using honorifics. That's amazing. He's definitely a pleasure, Dom, like you. My man. Good for him. And I'm absolutely his baby girl. Dude, that's cute as fuck. I love that because he treats me so well in and out of the bedroom. Dude, holy shit. Honestly, I'm getting emotional. Like, this is amazing. I'm really happy for you. And truthfully, I've started to develop feelings for him. How do I approach him within our dynamics without hurting our friendship and relationship? Oh, yeah. Okay. Sorry, that was long, but thank you for taking the time to read it, even if you don't answer it. Can't wait to hear more of the podcast. XO, Reagan. Or Regan. Sorry. I don't know. Um, Reagan, Regan. Um, <laughs> I'm just fucking around. I'm just going to go with Reagan. Um, this is an incredible question. This is tough. This is a very, it can get a little dicey. So I have been in friends with benefits relationships very recently, might I add. And I always preface it because I am, I'm not looking for a serious relationship right now. I'm really focused on creating content and, um, like I've mentioned before in my TikTok lives, like I think it'd just be really irresponsible for me to get in a relationship because if I'm with someone, I really want to give them all of my attention, all of it. And it would be incredibly unfair to that person if I wasn't giving it all to them because I was focused on other other things. I mean, balance is important. I know, but I'm someone who has a lot of trouble with balance because I put all my eggs in one basket, like I mentioned earlier. It's it's very tough for me. I haven't quite figured it out yet, um, but I know with the right person, I will. So, but yeah, in my advice, so in my friends with benefits relationships, I've always mentioned that I don't want anything serious and I'm look, not looking, I, I mentioned that before, you know, the benefits even happen. I always say like, hey, I don't know what you're looking for, what you're into, but I'm not necessarily looking for anything serious right now. And if that, you know, turns you off, then that's totally fine. Um, I won't be offended if you move on and, you know, look for something else. And if you do, like, I wish you the absolute best. Now, if they're okay with that, with just a friends with benefits, then, you know, we'll move forward and, you know, have our fun and everything. Um, but yeah, some feelings can be developed. It's, it's like I said, it gets, you know, I don't know. It's touchy sometimes. And, you know, in, it seems like he takes very good care of you. And I could see absolutely why, like you would fall for a gentleman like that. And I'm really happy for you. That's awesome. You deserve that. Um, and how do you approach him? I would just, communication is the most important thing. Be open and honest. Be honest with him. You know, sit him down and say, listen, like this is where it's going. Because if the longer you don't talk about that, the more prone you are to getting hurt. Because, you know, the feelings will just progress. But, you know, he might not be interested. So, and like you, you, you might as well find out now if he's not interested. I'm not saying he's not interested, you know, like I'm wishing you both the best. But it's better to find out now than like let the feelings develop into a point where there's like no turning back. You know what I mean? So just seriously, just sit him down and be honest with him and say, hey, this is where I'm at. And, you know, let's have a conversation about it. Let's have an adult conversation. You know, no hard feelings. 
nothing like not trying to be weird just be open that's the most important thing Reagan that's a great question thank you so much Uh, I'm wishing you both the best I hope it works out Um, if you two start dating follow up with me let me know Um, yeah I'm really rooting for you I'm in your corner so thank you so much have a great rest of your day Kaylee Brown she says talk about why you are an Enneagram type 2 and INFP I know because you took a test and found out, but talk about these sides of you. I love learning about people this way. Kaylee Brown. Thank you, Kaylee. This is an excellent question. Um, So for those of you who don't know what an Enneagram is, um, it's a personality test type. Um, And I am Enneagram type 2. And for the Myers-Briggs test, I am an INFP T. Now, I'll start with the Myers-Briggs. Because these these two kind of like go hand in hand. So INFP, um, I don't, I forget what the acronym is. Um, hold on, let me Google it real quick. Real quick, INFP meaning introversion, intuition, feeling, and perception. Thank you, Wi-Fi. That made that fast. <laughs> um, so I am more of an introvert than an extrovert. Um, I'm 52% introvert, 48% extrovert. Now, um, my personality type is what's called a mediator. I am, um, it says only 4% of the population is an INFPT, um, which is really, like, it's really interesting. Um, And when I was reading my results, I actually got super emotional because I felt understood in a way that I never have before. Um, I've talked about it on here before, but I always kind of feel like a little bit of an outcast and, and I'm more than comfortable with that. But when I was reading my results for being an INFP, I was, um, super emotional because it was like just this understanding of who I am and why I am the way I am. Um, it was, if you haven't taken a personality test, um, I highly recommend it. Um, it offers you a lot of insight to who you are as a person. And it, um, 16personalities.com is where I took my Myers-Briggs test. And it offers you like careers that you'd be good at with your personality type and things like that. It's really, really interesting and helpful. Um, mine says that... I would thrive best in a field, like in school, that has curriculum that's intimately linked to the profession. And I believe that wholeheartedly because I had three different majors in college, uh, business, psychology, and then um, kinesiology, uh, which is like, you know, um, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like athletics and stuff like that. Um, Exercise science. So exercise science was probably my favorite of those um, majors because I was more hands-on and, you know, intimately linked to the professions, but it still wasn't all the way there. Um, I would have to probably go back to, like, if I were to go back to school, I'd probably have to go for something with music, with art, creation, um, maybe something to do with, like, social work, with uh, therapy and stuff like that. That would be what I have to go to school for. Because um, I can't just do things unless it's intimately linked to that profession. So, Kaylee, that's a great question. Um, 
And I was super excited to find out about myself and my personality type and um, other people like me. Um, It was really, really interesting. If you haven't taken an Enneagram test or a Myers-Briggs test, I highly implore you to do it. Um, It's wonderful insight and super exciting. So uh, I'll get more into that um, as I read more. Um, I took that a while ago, so I don't know off the top of my head all the information about me. All I know is that more I'm more intuitive, more introverted. I'm very perceptive. Um, what's the last one? And feeling. Oh, yeah. Boy, do we feel things. So it's described as an ideal uh, idealist or mediator. Mm-hmm. I'm way too idealistic. Far too idealistic. So um, Kaylee, thanks for the question. I really appreciate that. You have a wonderful rest of your day. Thanks for listening. All righty. Let's see. What's this one? Okay. I think I answered that. It's about fashion. I think I answered that on the first episode. Let's see here. Ooh, okay. Mm, This one talks about fears. Eve Gillespie. All right, Eve. Eve says, hey, Seth, my name is Eve. I live in Northern Ireland, which is in the UK. Well, hello. That's fantastic. Another one across uh, an ocean. That's amazing. Uh, It's so cool, guys, that you... um, view my stuff and i'm like just from the small town in ohio and you guys are all the way across the world that is so cool we're going international honey dips we're going international baby um okay eve says um i haven't been following you for very long but i would always see you on my for you page i was just always a little too shy to follow you but once i did i became pretty obsessed well thank you for following me eve i appreciate that my question is what is your biggest fear it could be fear in a relationship in life or even with a sub Sorry if that's a dumb question or if it's been asked a million times. It is not a dumb question. There is no dumb question. And if a question has been asked before, I'd be more than happy to answer it again. Um, although, like, I, I don't want to do repeat questions. But um, actually, I have not answered this. And then I'll finish this real quick. She says, your podcast is amazing. I can tell it's going to go really far as are you and your amazing music. Thank you very much. I really appreciate that. Thank you for helping and inspiring me and so many others. All my love and support. Eve. Eve, I'm sending you all my love and support too. Thank you very much. Excellent question. What is my biggest fear? Mm. <sighs> all right. Um, I'm, I apologize if this is very sensitive for some people, but I do like to be really transparent. And uh, my biggest fear is death. Um, and I'm going to tell you why. So early on this episode, um, someone asked me about like being um, Christian and, um, you know, being into BDSM and doing that stuff. Um, so I do believe that my um, soul will go somewhere after this life. However, um, that doesn't stop me from being afraid of death because all I know is this life. Um and I have such a wonderful time here. Uh, I really do. I genuinely love and enjoy life. 
every day I wake up, I am just in such a good mood and I'm so happy. I'm actually getting a little emotional here. Probably I I feel it coming. (laughs) Um, Like really, I, I love being alive. I love getting to see my family, my friends. I get, I love get to, you know, getting to experience feelings, whether good or bad, you know, any feeling at all is just, is better than nothing at all. And, um, you know, part of me really struggles like with accepting like, or coming to terms with, you know, one day I'm not going to be here. Um, because I just, I, I just, am so happy to be here um it's why i got it tattooed on my body i'm genuinely just so happy to be alive and and breathing and i get to experience love i get to experience lust i get to experience you know happiness sadness all these things and it's all very 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 beautiful because none of us really know why we're here you know we were just you know we're here and while we're here, you know, we got to do our best to be good to people and to inspire and to be kind, um, you know, try to, you know, keep a positive mindset and, you know, shit gets real tough sometimes. It really does. You know, I'm not going to act like life's perfect because it's certainly not. Um, sometimes shit sucks horribly. Like sometimes it sucks unimaginably off, awfully, you know, and but like through that, you know, it's, it, there's still some beauty in there to me, at least I, I think, you know, just the ability to feel the ability to overcome and to grow and to just experience, you know, I think life is really the coolest thing. Cause I mean, I guess if you look at it, it's the only thing. Um, and I don't know. I just have such a lovely time here whether something good happens to me or something bad. Like I'm just, I'm thankful to be alive. So when I think about that not existing, it, uh, it scares me. It really does. Um, because like I said, I do believe my soul goes somewhere, but there's also like, you know, that part of me that, you know, is like, Oh, well, what if, you know, there's always that what if factor. Um, I personally like to believe my, you know, soul will go somewhere because I can't imagine it just not it scares the shit out of me honestly um so yeah uh, the fear of of uh death is my biggest fear now you know me being 24 i also like that could go hand in hand with like dying young that's that's probably where like a lot of the fear stems from because there's so much i want to do in life and i don't want my life to be cut short uh because i feel like there's so much i want to do and so much i have to do here um so like the fear of dying young is i guess what scares me um because you know it is inevitable and like i said i apologize i know this is a really touchy subject but you know i really want to answer this question um honestly and um yeah, so it's it, I know it's a tough subject and it, it's tough for me to talk about too sometimes because like I really don't like to get in that headspace of like that I fear it. Um and I'm okay right now talking about it, don't worry. But um yeah, Eve, this is a great question. This is a really great question. Um so thank you so much for asking. Um I hope I answered that um as well as you expected me to. Um it's it's tough to articulate 
but um, maybe we'll get to that at a later date. Okay. Thanks, Eve. Thanks for listening. Uh, be safe. Have a great rest of your day. All righty. Okay. Ooh, this is a good one. Um, Eileen Butler. I hope I pronounced that right. I apologize if I didn't. Eileen. A-I-L-E-Y. That's a very pretty name. I like that. Eileen says, Hi, Seth. I love your TikToks. I was wondering if you could talk us through your Spotify wrapped top five artists, top five genres on the next episode of your podcast. If you don't want to or you don't think it's accurate, that's okay, too. I think that that is really interesting. Data is fascinating. Um, Okay. So let me pull up my Spotify here. I'd be more than happy to share. Let me find it here. Okay. Now it is, I don't think it encapsulates exactly how my 2020 was, but I will tell you and I'll explain. Okay. So my number one song listened to this year actually was um, Weightless Part 1 by Marconi Union. Now, I often fall asleep to this song. Um, it is a very relaxing song. It's excellent to listen to if you deal with anxiety, um, you know, any form of like, you know, anxiety, depression, stuff like that. It's a very tranquil song. Um, it's really just like this lo-fi, like there's nothing really to it. It's just this, this ambient sound that goes on for about eight minutes or so. Um, and I would put it on at night, hit repeat, and just have it play all through the night. I'd fall asleep easily to it. Um, it's a very, like I said, very, very tranquil, very settling. Um, so that was like my number one song. I think it was my number one song last year too. Um, because I deal with, you know, pretty terrible anxiety from time to time. And, um, so every time I do, like I listen to that song and then my second song was the other side by Justin Timberlake and SZA. Um, it was from the trolls war world tour soundtrack. Um, if you, if you follow me, you know, I'm the biggest Justin Timberlake fan um that this world has ever seen actually i don't know if that's true or not but i do love him very much um he's the reason why i do music today so and then when that song came out the song was groovy so groovy i loved it let's see we got cautious by amorosa amorosa um, is uh, used to be one of my favorite bands they're from like the warp tour days very good they put out like a 80s pop sounding record called peach club and um, my favorite song, one of my favorite songs off the record is called Cautious. It's super catchy. Um, and then what else do we got here? We have Sunshine Type by Turnover, sitting at number four. Um, Turnover is one of my favorite bands. Uh, very, very easy band to listen to. Very surfer, ambient, lo-fi, alternative um, sounding band and sunshine type off of the good nature record um is my favorite turnover song number one number two i listened to it so much this year because it's very summer it's very very summer and then sitting at well we got a lot of turnover on here but sitting at number five we have strawberry bubblegum by justin timberlake um strawberry bubblegum is a very sexy song very fun uh, metaphors in that song 
for, you know, the adult stuff. Um, and you guys can probably guess why that's sitting at number five. I've listened to that <laughs> quite a lot this year. <laughs> you guys can put two and two together, correct? Um, let's see. Some of my top artists um, of the year, uh, Turnover, Bring uh, Me the Horizon, uh, Bad Sons, The Neighborhood, Arctic Monkeys, Cage the Elephant, The Story So Far, Tame Impala, 21 Pilots. Mm, what else have we got here? Of course, Justin Timberlake, you know. Um, da, 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 da. Who else, who else, who else? Let's see here. Uh, the Wonder Years, Polyphia, Slender Bodies, Widow's Peak, King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. Yes, that's a real band. Um, Biffy Clyro, um, Mount Joy. Mount Joy is amazing. I was listening to Mount Joy today. Uh, yeah, Amorosa, Magic City Hippies, Glass Animals, Leon Bridges, Manchester Orchestra. Yeah, so that is my Spotify wrapped pretty much. But yeah, Marconi Union, Weightless Part 1, sitting at number one on my top songs of this year. Because I'm an anxious boy, and it helps me fall asleep. <laughs> so, Eileen, thank you so much for that question. That was a really, really cool question. I appreciate that very, very much. Uh, you, have a lovely rest of your d- you have a lovely rest of your day, and thank you for listening. <laughs> Let's see. I think we got time for one more let's see let me see where my timer's at yeah we got time for one more Sorry, some of these are repeats, so I'm just, um, okay, here we go. From Georgia. Georgia asks, or says, hello, Seth, my name is Georgia Southwell, and I'm from Cambridgeshire in England. Oh my gosh, this is great. We have non-Americans in here. This is so cool. Uh, Thank you very much, Georgia, for listening. I firstly would like to say congratulations for your first episode of the podcast. Thank you very much. My questions are, okay, we got four here. I'm going to choose here. Oh, okay. All right, these are all great questions, but I'm going to go with um, how do you deal with handling hate comments on your kink videos? So this one's fun. I like this question. I hope you're having a wonderful day. Sincerely, Georgia. Thank you very much, Georgia. I hope you're having a wonderful day too. Now, how do I deal with handling hate comments? Oh, man. This is, um, I actually have so much fun handling hate comments so um, first and foremost um, for those of you that also reply to hateful comments for me I appreciate you going to bat for me um, for sticking up for me Um, that means the world I love to see it Um, as long as you're obviously nice to the person and not you know we're not fueling hate with more hate Um, I, I don't condone being rude you know even if someone's being rude 
Um, now, the videos that go viral, I realize they go viral because of hate comments. Um, I've never had a video go viral that has had a majority of positive, uplifting comments. Um, the videos that have went viral for me, actually, I lied. I lied. The maid dress video did go viral with very positive comments. Um, so I take that back. But uh, for the most part, most of the videos go viral because of very um, unsettling comments. But I deal with them by, so I set my settings in the TikTok notifications to comments. Like when I notice that a lot of hateful comments are coming through, um, I, I change the settings from all activity to comments. Now, this just filters out like the likes, the, the follows, all that stuff. And it leaves me with, excuse me, um, just the comments. And um, I try to comment back to almost everyone that leaves a rude comment. And how I do this is I go to their profile. I find something I like about them. I mean, I handle this in different ways, but this is one of them. So I find something I like about them. And I reply to their comment with my compliment. Um, for example, some girl uh, was a nurse um, and left a very rude comment. And I saw that she was a nurse and I said, hey, um, I just want to thank you so much for, you know, fighting on the front lines with coronavirus. You know, stay safe out there. <laughs> and she said something like, oh, my gosh, this is fucking weird, you weirdo and blah, blah, blah. And, um, and, and I genuinely like meant that I was like, seriously, be safe out there, you know, and I don't believe in fighting rude comments with another rude comment. You know what I mean? Like the world already has enough hate. Why, you know, fuel that flame. Um, and then the other way I handle it is, uh, by being sarcastic, um, not rude, but sarcastic. Um, like one of the videos that I like. I did an audio and um, said like daddy's home, you know, playing towards like the daddy kink. And someone was like, you're not my dad. Ah, what? You're kidding me. I'm not your dad. Oh, can't believe it. I can't believe it. <laughs> no, I'm just fucking around. Um, I, I, I commented back and I said, what? What gave it away? Um, with like a bunch of exclamation points, just, you know, fucking around, having a good time. It makes me laugh. It really does. I get a great laugh out of it. Um, it's so fun for me and it makes it even more fun that I, I know I'm not being rude or hateful back towards the person. Like, I'm just kind of like saying that, Hey man, what you're saying is not cool without saying that or without hurting anyone's feelings. Um, I don't know which route I like to take more because, um, I mean, obviously I really like being kind and it's so funny. Every time I like reply with a compliment, nine times out of 10, they will not respond. <laughs> and it's just like, okay, got him. <laughs> Checkmate. Um, or they will send me a message privately and say, listen, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean it like that. You know, I should have thought about my words, which that's also very satisfying and then I just don't respond because I'm like, nah, you're just apologizing because you got caught. Because <laughs> people think you're not going to see it. Like people think because you have like 250,000 followers and you have 100,000 likes on a video, like you're not going to see it. Like 
people see that shit. Celebrities, like even celebrities, like Dwayne The Rock Johnson. If you leave a hateful comment on his Instagram, you know what? There's a good chance he's going to see it. Yeah, you, he might not. And there's a good chance he might not. But there's also a good chance he might. You know, just you catch him at the right time. Like, I think people forget that these people are human beings. You know, like people have feelings. And I don't know. A lot of people just like to do it for some clout and for like the most liked comment on a video. If I notice like a hateful comment is getting a lot of likes on a video, I will delete it because I'm not going to give you that satisfaction. No way. Not on my page. No hate on my page. Um, but for the most part, the comments are very, very sweet and encouraging. Um, you get a few trolls every now and again, but I make sure I shut them down either with kindness or sarcasm. Um, and that's my favorite way to deal with them. Georgia, that was an excellent question. Um, thank you for letting me have some fun with that one. Um, I have a wonderful time doing it. Now it's making, now it's inspiring me to put out another jarring video, uh, for some hateful comments because... Holy shit, do I get a good laugh out of them. I really, really do. Oh, like someone... Oh, real quick. Like people... The one video, I was walking down the stairs sideways because my feet are big. I wear a size like 11 to 11 and a half. And I can't walk down the stairs like normal people, like, you know, straight ahead. Because if I do, I'm going to trip. And that's going to be a million times funnier than me walking down the stairs sideways. <laughs> Um, so I have to walk down the stairs sideways and a lot of people were like, can you imagine walking down the stairs sideways? And then I'd always respond with like, can you imagine worrying about how someone walks down a flight of stairs? Like, come on, don't you have something better to do? Maybe not. I don't know. Maybe that, you know, maybe they're very bored and they're just looking for something to do and made it, maybe it made them feel something. Hey, I don't know. But if you're looking to feel something, that's not the way to do it. <laughs> so, Georgia, thank you for the question. Thank you guys so much for these questions. Thank you for listening. Um, I love you guys so much. Thank you again so much for helping my TikTok account get restored. Um, it's amazing. You guys are incredible. Just the most lovely people. The most lovely honey dips, if you will. Um, this is fun. I have so much fun doing this, guys. Um like I said, I love you. Be safe, be well, be good to people, and I will see you next week, okay?